Hi there. Welcome to We Have a Situation Here. Tonight, very exciting night. This is our, our 52nd episode, full episode. So that's one full year of doing this. Thanks for hanging out, gang. I appreciate it. Um, so we were doing something fun. We're going to redo the first episode. All four of us are here. All four of us have good microphones now, um, which is going to be a grand improvement over that first one. So um, let us begin, though, with player introductions. Player one, Tommy. I am player two. My name is Sean. Player three, Richard. And Zach is player four. Wonderful. Should someone go shh the entire time? <laughs> Just, you know, really get us back into the headspace or that nostalgia that we we so desperately want we just need boy do i wish it was a year ago (laughs) (laughs) oh golly um depressing here we go with our bonus words um player one your word this evening is steering wheel I think over the year we've gotten a little more stringent on our, our bonus word to be just singular, but that's okay. Um, my word is sear, like like a hamburger. Richard, your word is cheese curds. And Zach, we didn't have one then, but we have one now. Your bonus word is existence. Existence. As in, I have an existence now. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. Our situation this evening. Main character. Their name is Copernicus. Copernicus has the leaves of a weird plant that keeps growing by their workplace. And has never used a drink coaster. Our situation this evening. Copernicus has found an old treasure map and has to hire a local guide to get them there. There being the X marks the spot kind of thing. Uh, So there we go. Copernicus, funky leaves from their work site, never used a drink coaster, has come into possession of a treasure map and wants to use use that map, find the treasure, Needs a local guide to get there, though. Let us begin now. Go. Timer. Timer's been going. Crud. Um, now I'm stressed. <laughs> the first time we did this, the timer didn't apply. So, <laughs> um, But what, do, um, what kind of vibes are we getting from Copernicus? Do we talk about the work site? Do we figure out why the drink coaster thing? You always carry a Nalgene bottle or whatever the modern hip one is. <laughs> yeah. The new hip ones don't have condensation as much as the old Nalgene bottles. Nice. All right. So we can walk around with a condensation free, a non condescending water bottle. Yes. Okay. For their entire life. 
They've never. Or they just they just don't use coasters. <laughs> I'm gonna some leave people right didn't, Yeah, some people didn't grow up with coasters. You know, we're not yeah. all fancy. <laughs> yeah, I'll admit I rarely wash my water bottle. I think it, I think of it whenever I fill it. That's me washing it. <laughs> it's got water in it. Why would I need to wash it from water? <laughs> got your amoebas in it. How is is Copernicus a fan of M Night Shyamalan movies? Yes, his brain has been infiltrated by an amoeba, and the amoeba is controlling him. Okay, all right. We've got a molecular ratatouille going on here. I like that. It's, um, got, it's grabbed his um, metaphorical steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and it wants to be a mouse, so it always guides Copernicus to getting cheese curds. <laughs> it's the, the sole point of its existence is to guide Copernicus to consume more and more cheese curds. Um, Yep, it heard radio messages that said that our moon was made out of cheese, and uh, they were mistaken. Is the treasure on the moon? Oh, maybe that's what it is. The amoeba has the map. Ooh, I like it. Okay, amoeba has a map of the Sea of Tranquility. Copernicus is being controlled by this thing. It's it's doing its little steering wheel thing. the amoeba. Richard, I need a name for the amoeba. Can you think of a name? Franklin. <laughs> Franklin, the amoeba, loves cheese. Ratatouille's this guy. Uh, what is... Okay. If we're, if we're going true Ratatouille style, uh, the amoeba has to assist... Copernicus in some way achieve the core function of their job. What what is the job and how do these leaves come into play? He's a herbologist studying herbology. (laughs) (laughs) What is this, Hogwarts? I, I love the, the idea of Copernicus being all about plants and then having to go to the moon to find a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> it is so off-put by the idea that this amoeba is putting into his head. I don't want to deal with that. Um, okay. I am ashamed to admit I only know Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin as the two people that would be the local guides who could guide them to the moon. Um, are there other astronauts? He goes to a tour guide at NASA. <laughs> hoping they can guide him <laughs> to the moon. Yeah, They're just poorly paid interns that are trying to get a better job. The amoeba came from a meteorite or meteor whichever one it is when it hits the earth it came off of that it lived in houston for a little while the the nasa complex there so 
it knows that it's home and the best gall darn cheese curds in the Texas area are in the Houston NASA complex kitchen. So its treasure is cheese curds and its whole existence has been in Houston. So it thinks that the moon is a the, the shape of the food court. <laughs> <They're>, That's stretching. <laughs> much like Just a cheese curd. Stretching. <laughs> Maybe we should take the steering wheel back from Sean. I think I the, would real, appreciate that. the real treasure is the friends we made along the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> they also had cheese curds. Is there a whole collective of people around Copernicus that are also controlled by amoebas? Yes, but we'd never know. <laughs> Even the amoebas don't talk to each other? No. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, Maybe so he's suspicious, though, because a lot of a lot of people around him are really looking hard for those cheese curds. <laughs> Is the treasure a pop-up cheese curd stand? In NASA? I thought we were going to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I think there needs to be like a mine entrance on the moon. Oh. Yeah, we're not even in the right state to get to the moon. Yeah. Well, no. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. Elon Musk, he'll take yeah. us to the moon. Yeah, I try to not think about him. So <laughs> go to he, Russia. He, he must remember your benevolent overlord. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for not blotting out the sun yet. <laughs> 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 That's why his rockets are all shiny, so that when they go up there and cover up the the earth, they'll reflect the sun away. And he'll fix global warming. By blotting out the sun. <laughs> yep. Perfect. <laughs> and we'll just have to fight him in the shade. <laughs> <laughs> Let us consult the historical text of The Simpsons to figure out how to defeat him. <laughs> we need Tito Puente to um, conduct and perform a just master course in hate songs. <laughs> Nobody heard that part? No. Senor Burns. Senor Burns. <laughs> I think what we really need is a baby to shoot Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just thinking, get Barry White to attract all the snakes to Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> all those snakes. Okay. The moon. <laughs> they keep us on track. <laughs> the amoeba knows of a special mine that exists on the moon where moon treasure is located. The amoeba has instructed 
I'm sorry, Franklin. It has a name. We need to. Franklin the amoeba is forcing the um, the shell of a human that is Copernicus all around town, <laughs> trying to figure out how to get to the moon. It feels so most bad of for Copernicus. Him. Most of Coper- Copernicus's brain, jeez, <laughs> is gone at this point. <laughs> munching away. <laughs> the amoeba feeds on its host. <laughs> Google brain amoebas, Sean. I'm not or about don't. to. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah. Do you use that one of those neti pots where you pour water into your nose? Yep. <laughs> yep. Do you, you don't pour water into your nose? Not as a pastime yeah (laughs) that's how most people get amoebas nowadays (laughs) not like back in the good old days (laughs) bot flies flying around all over the place yeah one of them directly traced back to oprah (laughs) oprah's fault oprah gave a person an amoeba (laughs) (laughs) they interviewed the amoeba it's like oprah sent me Franklin was a cousin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The moon. (laughs) So part of the quest, I think at this point has to be Copernicus finding that local guide. He goes to Florida. He goes to wherever SpaceX is launching from. And um, is he trying to um, coerce them he's like hey i've got like 40 doji coin um i can i can hop on this right i think he's just asking a lot of questions rapid fire so the tour guide guides him to someone higher up than him just to get a get rid of him like hoping security will catch him and kick him out <laughs> Because he's just a lowly intern. He's not paid yeah, for this. The security algorithm has flagged him as suspicious, so he's going to get interrogated. Ooh. All right, Zach, take us to the interrogation room. Um, lots of hoses and probes. Um, mostly there to scare him, but they'll, they'll use them if necessary. Um, Copernicus spills everything he knows because he doesn't know anything. <laughs> Most of his brain is gone. Their uh, intrigue grows when he mentions his plant that the leaves keep growing everywhere. <laughs> Where are we going, Rich? Uh, because it's, you know, they've only witnessed this once in a you know, space test with plants. Is Franklin so, from the space plant? Maybe, but anyways, they uh, so they get intrigued <laughs> and uh, keep him there overnight so they can fly and steal the plant and study it. And uh, because you know, normal company inter the, the interrogations you can hold them for 24 hours right <laughs> nasa they do what they want 
<laughs> and you can do four probes and scans without a warrant. <laughs> and if you need to disappear them, you can send them to the moon. In a shiny rocket. <laughs> Nobody will see it. Okay. Can, can they no, go reflecting. ahead? You're jumping. No, you do it. You do it. I was going to say when uh, the plant's a little wilty when they get it and when they pull it into the in Copernicus's uh, range line of sight, it uh, livens up. <laughs> Ooh, it's connected to Franklin. So, uh, you know, they're, uh, they will slowly understand that he needs to go with the plant to space. <laughs> so the plant will live. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. And I was going to suggest the plant doesn't stop growing, and we've got um, NASA just full of this giant plant. But I oh like... no, it's still it's still growing. It doesn't <laughs> stop. It's just wilting. I think it should have a hover bubble though, because it's going to go to space. Uh, it probably needs air, right? Maybe, mm -hmm. or at least they think it does. They think so, it does. Yeah. yeah. So it's got a, a little dome that floats around. That's, That's very important to me. Heck yeah. Hover bubble? <laughs> Hover bubble. Um, okay. Tommy, who who's um, running this on NASA's side? Who's the one that finally says, all right, get him, get him up there. Oh. Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I was going to say Hank Toms. <laughs> Hank Toms. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> Why does he always say that? <laughs> he keeps thinking the Toms of Maine guy. <laughs> I'm not. I like fluoride. Like <laughs> just once that out in the open. What about the shoe guy? Tom's shoes. Oh yeah, could be a shoe guy. <laughs> it's just a blanket statement. <laughs> I like fluoride. I still donate my shoes. <laughs> And a pair of Bombus socks brought to you by Bombus. <laughs> you start saying it, someone will start paying us, right? <laughs> We've gone kind of hard on Oprah and Elon Musk today. so um, <laughs> And that's why we numbered. will never be sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> Been blacklisted. <laughs> Just like 50s Soviets. I mean, communists. <laughs> <laughs> the moon. <laughs> you keep saying that. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> I think he demonstrated that earlier. He doesn't know what the moon is. In this <laughs> it's cheese curds. All right. The amoeba. Franklin. Let me back up. Franklin the amoeba. The plant, they're in the same place. The plant is being, Zach, is the hover bubble a naturally occurring feature of the, the plants or do? Um, no, no, NASA? NASA made it. They, okay. they had it built already. They had a weird idea and they spent $3 million on it. What was originally intended to go into the hover bubble? Uh, they were going to make cotton candy at the space station. 
It was actually a cotton candy machine. <laughs> Love it. All right. So we've got hover bubble plant. We've got Franklin um, guiding Copernicus. Does NASA know already that Franklin is actually in control? Did they learn that from the interrogation? Does Copernicus know that he's under Franklin's control? From the probing and the scanning, they know something's not right from for his brain. Okay. So, whoa, it's half brain, half giant single-celled organism. It's, it's one amoeba. It's very hard to spot. <laughs> <laughs> Solid point. The... If anyone could do it, though, NASA could. <laughs> They've got XL rays. <laughs> the big... They show him the X rays, and uh, <laughs> his brain is not a, or one of his brain scans, and it looks more like a map than a brain. <laughs> it's Copernicus's map. <laughs> Copernicus yeah. is the map. I yeah, love the it. amoeba has been carving out his brain so that it can remember what the map looks like. <laughs> I don't have the space to remember all of this. <laughs> Carves it in there. The map leads to Franklin, who is the real treasure, the friend he made along the way. Who ate part of his brain? <laughs> Weren't there brain maps in Westworld? I only saw season one. That sounds like later season stuff. Yeah. Oh, no. I know what you're talking one about. Episode. <laughs> yep. The one with the cowboys? Yeah. Ed Harris was in that one. And I Apollo thought that's 13. what the whole show was. I'm out. <laughs> you don't like cowboys? Yeah. it's a dead mythology i don't think it really supports you know what the the american concept is anymore that's a different one yeah and it was the whole concept is imaginary anyway cowboys were never really like that it's, it's true they were like people <laughs> weird <laughs> the moon how are they getting there? How quickly can they get there? And Richard, which friends are they bringing along the way? I was going to say the real cowboys were the cowboys they made along the way, were the friends they made along the way. So. Uh, but uh, yeah. Rich they... has a bonus point catchphrase. <laughs> Oh man, maybe that's we what we do for year two. <laughs> Bonus point catchphrase. <laughs> that was obnoxious. Yeah, it, it would be like twelve minutes of actual content. Well, we aren't that far off. Richard the Moon. Uh, so they make a quick call. You know, old musky. Like, hey, we need a rocket ready now. <laughs> And uh, a Tesla self drives one to the launch pad. <laughs> a Tesla truck, sorry. Yeah. One was hovering over a cloud the whole time. It's always ready to go. 
<laughs> so it just comes from the clouds. <laughs> Very inefficient. <laughs> <laughs> Lands itself, shouts spaceship, and uh, is ready to go. Yeah, they start loading up things and uh, the plant, you know, still growing in its new bubble that they latch down. <laughs> nice little seed. Yeah. Copernicus uh, pauses everything dramatically, you know, a stop the presses moment and runs to the cheese curd stand in the lobby just grabs, you know, a couple bags of cheese curds. <laughs> I think he needs to steal a duffel bag from the gift shop and then <laughs> fill it full of cheese curds. It's going to be course. a long trip. <laughs> and luckily, they're lightweight, so you know. And uh, then they load up and uh, start the, you know, eight-hour pre-check with the <laughs> astronauts <laughs> strapped in. <laughs> Copernicus and Franklin are just leaning back in their chair, facing straight up to the sky, just downing bag <laughs> after bag of cheese curd. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, we're going to launch. Like, uh, can we use the bathroom? <laughs> and then they just go, whoosh. You think the plants is like, oh, this is going to be gross. Um, Franklin? But that much uh, cheese, it's going to be pretty dense. Oh, God. <laughs> Graphic. <laughs> you just don't let him take his helmet off. <laughs> Splop. <laughs> I figure at this point, Elon Musk must have made a... Uh, little vomit vacuum for the mask you can just puke into it <laughs> that, that actually kind of makes sense for space tourism uh, yeah i was gonna hmm. must have made a vomit vacuum <laughs> that's a natural progression of events here but I, I see i follow we're good he it's has an answer for a lot of weird questions <laughs> <laughs> they're on their way to the moon they land are they close to the, the site who's the guy that they brought with them or is it just the brain map or is the plant the plant is full of amoebas <laughs> I Can want the, to go home <laughs> yes absolutely the plant um, it, it senses the moon breaks free of the bubble but kind of keeps it around like maybe it's got little feet that pop downward yeah. roots if you will um. <laughs> he likes the fashion statement <laughs> oh. there was another astronaut you know someone had to grab the steering wheel of the spaceship <laughs> and but when they got there they're like you first and then they just kick him <laughs> so he's just floating away <laughs> nothing he can do about it this is how my existence ends. Bonus point. And Got then it. he goes into the sunlight and is seared to death and turns to dust. I forgot about seared. It was very graphic. <laughs> <laughs> Your word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
They find the a amoebas. Turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> they are temporal amoebas, not tempura amoebas. Oh, amoebas? like I'm getting hungry. <laughs> the um, do you think Franklin reacts to that? Was it the plant that kicked the other astronaut who we just learned of their existence? Yes. Um, okay. Oh, I thought the astronaut kicked him. <laughs> In my mind, there was a whole, uh, they found out he was being controlled by an alien, so he kicked Copernicus out <laughs> and the plant and flew off without him. <laughs> found out he dipped his french fries in mayonnaise, kicked him out. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that <laughs> can't have this on the moon boom Oof, like a sparkly vampire <laughs> the moon they are on it yes how quickly can they get to the mine immediately cool their landing site is just there Boop. <laughs> they they know how to read a map <laughs> yeah From they have inside. a map they do have a map. <laughs> Maybe can um <laughs> now that they are back in their natural state and they can control time, they're these superpowered amoebas. Um, what if Franklin just has Copernicus open his mouth and there's a projector that comes out goes warm <laughs> and he, it's dumb. I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to go into the tunnel, and that's where we encounter our surprise element. Well, won't you know it? As they enter this tunnel on the moon, a, an amoeba controlling the body of a grown human being on the moon at the entrance. There's a cow in the way. That's where all the cheese curds came from. Yep. <laughs> The, the cow's got cow. a CCP, CCCP helmet on. It's got an oxygen tank. It's been there for <laughs> decades. <laughs> Just frolicking. <laughs> Happy cows there's come a, from the moon. There's a Soviet farm on the moon. <laughs> I love it. Richard, um, how many people live on this farm? Um... Trick question, none. They're communists. <laughs> Richard, how many people um, live on this moon? <laughs> I was about to go, you know, hillbilly, inbred hillbilly family with it, but they're, you know, moon. Soviet, so they're just going to be, you know. Very they, welcoming. Yes, a uh, old lady, <laughs> Babushka, <laughs> comes, <laughs> greets them, throws some blankets around him. <laughs> oh no, you must be so cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the, the blanket that they throw over um, Copernicus is made of the plant that's standing right next to him and going like, what? That's, that's my body. Like, use my body as a blanket? <laughs> Your body is a wonderland. <laughs> it's my John Mayer impression. 
<laughs> Pretty good. You're my Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> they are on a moon farm. Been there for decades. They make cheese curds. They eat. They've got plant-based rugs. Sentient plant-based, which I think might not be vegan. Uh, yeah. If they're eating out. cheese curds, I don't think they're worried about being vegan. Mm. <laughs> hey, you're right. <laughs> I, f- I forgot about the cheese part. Do they... there, uh... <laughs> what are you going, Rich? Yeah, over their uh, cheese curd dinner, you know, telling stories, each person telling a story for story time of dinner. It's a very structured dinner time for them. And uh, Copernicus shows them the map and they're like, oh, that's right underneath us. <laughs> they move Take the you table. there in the morning. Ooh. Ding, it's morning. <laughs> 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 it's the dark side of the moon. They don't have a sense of time. <laughs> they don't even know how things keep growing. <laughs> yeah, what do the cows eat? Do they eat the, the plant? The plant, yeah, the space plant. Okay. And the space the space plant likes this. The space plant. No one knows. Was, you know, brought up in the true spirits of the communist party and uh, is willing to work itself beyond and and sacrifices for the greater good oh it was the result of i can't remember that scientist's name that like (laughs) because of him they had huge famines oh but it was actually he bred space plants they all failed on earth Millions died. The moon. Uh, so he's uh so they <laughs> take him down there. They're like, oh, that's down there. There's a big ship there. We haven't been able to open. But it's kind of cool. You should read the writing there. It's all whirly and stuff. Makes me see funny colors. <laughs> yeah, I'm still on the edge of hillbilly <laughs> <laughs> we've got plant-based moonshine just at the ready you never know so they hop in their uh you know rust bucket truck that every farm has <laughs> still a toyota just right in the back <laughs> the youngest son uh, jumps a little too high you know to jump into the flatbed <laughs> The plant whips out. Boom, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the moon. It has one sixth the gravity. You should be able to jump really high. You jump too high. Oh. Uh, too high. I already killed one guy by jumping too hard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they uh, go down the long, windy road path. It's a moon dirt road. <laughs> A no. regolith road. Ooh, ooh! Look at you go. I know words. <laughs> no, they get there and it's the uh, amoeba's time ship. They uh, got stranded there. <laughs> the reason they're on Earth. 
stuck in time. How quickly can the amoeba get to the steering wheel and um, get get them back to their regular existence? C -c Combo. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not not too quickly. We've still got three minutes. Yeah, I, I know. I'm. Does he? Is this where Franklin separates with Copernicus, or does he try to, you know, pretzel him into the tiny amoeba ship? He tries for about three minutes. And <laughs> <laughs> this way. And then I think Copernicus gets like folded inside out, um, so Franklin the amoeba can escape him. He he doesn't know how humans work very well. <laughs> so Frank, so Copernicus is now an inside out meat puppet, <laughs> still able to function. Give him a top hat and a cane. He'll do a good inside out dance number. Can we add meat puppet to the uh, bonus word? <laughs> I yes. will hyphenate it. Yeah. <laughs> that is a super secret bonus word. <laughs> the the ship, is it working? Well, it's probably working better than Copernicus at this point. It runs off of the plant. Oh. The plant must integrate itself. Yeah. Oh, no, but it's stuck in the, it still has the bubble, the hover bubble on it. Yeah. What are they going to do? Probably Take get out, off. probably. Yeah. <laughs> pushes three buttons in the ship and the ship grows. Franklin's very annoyed. <laughs> my meat puppet. I lost my meat puppet. So Franklin sounds like right right now, inside out. Um, <laughs> not not Franklin. Very very sleepy. <laughs> the ship. One, you can't keep track of this show. <laughs> this ship. is a very simple story. Words to life. Um. Where where are they going? Where are they from? What point in time? 1910's Coney Island? They're from space. Ooh, mysterious. The, the final frontier. Thank you. <laughs> These are the voyages <laughs> of Franklin's amoeba-sized ship and space plants. <laughs> The it's time you wouldn't me. understand. Things turned out much better for Copernicus in the original story. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out how we got to Goofy. <laughs> PJ! Goofy's kind of like a, a meat puppet. <laughs> <laughs> That's her tagline. And scene. Kind of like a meat puppet. <laughs> go. Lysenko. That was the scientist. Uh, or, I don't know how to pronounce Russian words. So. Here, thank you for listening.
listening to this, our 52nd episode of We Have a Situation Here. We went to the moon for our one-year anniversary, which is kind of exciting. Um, thank you for listening. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Um, what would you, what'd you think? What, uh, what went right? What went terribly, terribly awry? Um, you can send us an email at whashpod at gmail.com. Um, feel free to leave us a review on Apple podcast that does great things and helping others find the show and, and laugh along with all of us. Um, let's see. We are online at whashpod.wordpress.com on Instagram at we have a situation here podcast. And those are the main places, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Um, send that email. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. That will do it for this week. We will see you next week where we begin year two. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you.